Welcome back to Writing the Narrative with Jake and Eddie. I'm Jake. And I'm Eddie. We're not dead. Again. We've used that line already, but yeah, we are back today. Um, it's been what? Month? Yeah, I don't even <laughs> Something know like that. Time. We don't even keep track of the days anymore. Um, we got a lot of stories. I have a lot of stories. I don't know if Eddie has any stories. We have some side topics, some good old-fashioned Jake and Eddie banter. Um, I don't even know, to be honest with you. Yeah, it'll just be a clusterfuck like always. It's always a clusterfuck. Yeah. I'm going to take my shirt off. Eddie's eating a cookie right now. Yeah, <laughs> oh my God. It's this lemon cheesecake cookie. It tastes so good. I wish, if, if I could share that, oh my God. I, I wasn't kidding when I said I was taking my shirt off. I'm hot. <laughs> yeah, you are hot. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> None of that here. <laughs> Not on the podcast. Not on the podcast. <laughs> um, so recently, I just got back from a three-day trip to go visit my girlfriend up in Michigan Tech in Horton. Horton. And for those of you who don't know where that is, if you look on a map, right, you have Wisconsin – and then you have a big snake eating Wisconsin's UP. That's what we call it. Yeah, Houghton's like way up there. Like way up there. <laughs> I think it's the biggest city that far north in Michigan. Or is there one? Um, What's up there? Yeah, because Marquette is more southern than that. Yeah. And Marquette is the biggest city in the UP. So first off, um, I hate it. <laughs> No offense to anyone who lives in Houghton. I hate your city so bad. First off, the drive there, even though for me it's only like two and a half, maybe two hours, the the hills, I wanted to shoot myself. <laughs> going up and down hills at 70 miles an hour on the highway, going up and down and up and down. Like you would literally, there'd be times when you'd start above the clouds and then go down into the fog and then you have to slow down and then you go back up. Like it was ridiculous. What did you do to occupy yourself? in that ride i listen to podcasts um shout out to writing the narrative with jake and eddie no i'm kidding (laughs) i listen to a lot of music and then i just i jammed out i like all i picked my favorite songs so i got all my favorite songs on a playlist the ones that like you scream lyrics to which you don't wouldn't know because you don't you don't do that you just enjoy the music but like then i just sang to myself to keep myself not distracted and focused I bet someone had to have looked into your car while you did that and thought you were an absolute psychopath. Probably when Mariah Cara, uh, no, um, oh my God. Mariah Carey? Mariah Carey, thank you. Uh, Fantasy, I was just windows down full blast in some small town in the UP. Some dudes in their pickup trucks and their, you know, their cowboy boots are just looking at me. I'm like, sweet, sweet fantasy, baby. I'm like screaming the lyrics. It was just fantastic. Ever since you watched Free Guy, you've loved that I song. I love that song. It's so perfect. And then Always Be My Baby. God, another banger. Oh, my God. So, actually, I have a funny story with that song. Okay. Um. So, because you liked it so much and because you brought it to my attention, I started to like it. And uh, so I was listening to it while I was coming into school. Mm-hmm. And then I sat down uh in class and i disconnected my headphones because i knew i was going to be um listening for a while yeah and then you know how like on your lock screen it pops up like the audio thing of like 
being able to uh uh hit play and pause yeah yeah so while it was in my pocket it hit play in mr <laughs> logan's classroom <laughs> and so it, it started playing fantasy by mariah carey just out loud it was on full blast yeah. volume and, and so i just like scrambled to get my phone and <laughs> no. uh, uh unpause it i was like sorry that's my ringtone <laughs> My bad. You had to cover and say it was your ringtone. Yeah. Oh my god, that's pretty funny. So I'm, I'm, yeah, like I said, driving through Houghton, driving to Houghton, and it's just in the middle of nowhere. There's nothing for like miles around. No other major cities that are worth going to. And if you want to go anywhere else in the United States, it's a pain to go anywhere else. It's horrible. Yeah. Long there's like you're not in the middle of anything. It's just a pain to go anywhere. I mean, from here it's four hours to go to Minneapolis, right? And four hours to go to Madison. So like, there it's like six hours to go. Right. To so, and those are like mid-major cities. Yeah. And then you know, holding in and of itself. So she is currently enrolled in Michigan Tech. Fun fact, inside joke: all the students who go to Michigan Tech call it. Ready for this? Michigan Tech. Why? So I don't because it's not because it's like their mascot is a husky, and mm-hmm. so it would be like Michigan Tech, and it will be like a husky that's like deformed, <laughs> like like a sad <laughs> husky <laughs> with Down syndrome. What? It's just Michigan Tech. So it's so Michigan, but take out the I C H and just two G's and Michigan. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I thought it was the best inside joke there, and so I get there, and. Uh, we were gonna go out and uh, see the, what the you know the party life was like in Michi- in Michigan Tech and Houghton, and I mean I got there at, and I left after a long shift, so I'm like tired as hell, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want to do anything. Yeah. And I get to the dorm and I barely have time to drop off my stuff. And their dorm is so small, like it's so small. I know some of you probably live in like you know smaller dorms of your own, but like these dorms are like. Bunk bed, bunk bed, desk, desk. That's all the room you have. A closet. Oh. It's tough. It's tough. They got lucky because right across the, like directly across the hall is a, you know, um, a gender neutral bathroom. Mm-hmm. So you can go there. And then like two, maybe two doors down to the left, there's a uh, public, uh, not public, a woman's shower. Mm-hmm. So they got, they got, and it's a co-ed dorm. And they got very lucky with like the placement. Oh, and then two doors to the left is... Um, also laundry room so they don't have to go anywhere realistically but like it's still super small so i throw my stuff down and we go out and this guy in our group maybe group of like nine people and this guy in our group um is rushing for a frat and he's like i can i can get us into a frat i i got this like i'll, I'll get us in and I, i'm not gonna say the name of the frat we went to i don't even remember the name to be honest because they're all like you know delta sigma omega phi delta triad like it's all <laughs> Yeah. It's all like they're all the same. And so we go to this one and I was told, be prepared because it is the most country frat you will ever be to like oh, Southern no. boy, like country, country. And they said the other ones are kind of country because it's just the you know geography of where we are. But this one is this one is what they're known for. So we walk in and I thought this was going to be a party party. Right. And but I'm like, dude, nobody else is here. It's like 1030 at night. It's like prime time. And the guy, he's like, follow me, follow me. And it's a group of nine of us. And it's like four women, four guys, um, and then one extra girl, and then the dude. 
who's rushing. He's like, I, I know these guys. I know these guys. And we were like, come upstairs. Come on. And the frat houses, low-key, the clean ones are hella nice. Hmm. Like super clean, super nice. They have industrial kitchens in all the frat houses. Really? Well, because they got to cook. for It's like a, it's like the kitchen at the shop. It's like the same size. Okay. And it's because they got to cook for, you know, you know, 20 brothers all at once, 20 hefty boys. Yeah, and sometimes they'll even hire like professional chefs to come cook for them. Hmm. And so it was, it was pretty cool to see the kitchen and the layout. But we go upstairs, and the first thing they're doing, we see like eight brothers in one bedroom. Mm-hmm. And then we all walk up, and we're like awkwardly standing in the doorway. While, and we're like here yelling and chanting and cheering. And I peek in, and they're on Tinder. They have it projected to the TV. And the brothers are swiping left and right on the <laughs> Tinder girls. <laughs> and then when it matches, they all go, yeah, like they lose their shit. <laughs> like oh it's God. the greatest thing ever. And then we walk in, and, you know, we all look like a bunch of freshmen. And, and they say to us, who needs a beer? And, like, this one dude's been pre-gaming hard, you can tell. Because he takes – t- I was shocked. I didn't know what to do. Like, this is my first exposure to, like, a real rap party. He takes the beer in his hands, and he bashes it on his forehead hard, hmm. fucking hard. And then we'll call him shirtless guy because he was shirtless all night since I got there. <laughs> bashes the beer, <laughs> chugs it shotguns it cracks open i'm like holy shit dude and then we like we'll be like we'll go downstairs because in the the main area there's a pool table there's a bar there's a foosball table ping pong like you know very clean open wooden area it was very nice wow and so we go down there and we're hanging out and then the brothers decide all right we got to host these people they're they're they're, these okay i'll give them credit they're the nicest frat brothers i would have ever expected mm-hmm. they like their country and their their country boys but they're so unbelievable their hospitality out of this world considering we're just like nine freshmen that they have no idea who we are so they walk downstairs the 10 of them and then and then they're like are we gonna party or what and so the the other pledges the the other pledges that are trying to get in the frat mm-hmm. he goes pledges black out the windows and so what that means is they take they take garbage bags or they had garbage bags. Some frats have nicer things, and they they tape them on all the windows so no one can see inside. That way, cops don't have a reason to search if they were to come. Yeah. So I'm like, holy shit! Like they're blacking out these in these garbage bags have so much duct tape on them from just years and years of being put up. I'm like holy, like they black out every window, and then they bring out the keg, like they slam it down, and one guy like nods at me. He's like. Right there. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Okie doke. And then oh, our group goes hard at that party. Holy crap. Everyone's like having a good time. And we're all just kind of relaxing at first. And I think he was he was definitely a senior. He told me it was his last semester. He comes down, right? And his name, we'll just call him Josh, right? Is this shirtless guy? or No, no, this is not shirtless guy. This guy's different. Okay. His name is Josh. He's wearing a bow tie. He's got a button down and he's got jeans and he's holding a mug with beer in it. And he's and he's walking down, right? And he goes like like character from a TV show style. Douche. Dude, he's a skinny guy, maybe like five ten. He's got blonde comb over here. Douche. Douche. And he's like, Well boys, it looks like we got a party. He's like a pirate cat. We got a party and he raises the beer. Everyone's like, Yeah. And so then they go hard all night. My group got unbelievable, like it was bad. And so <laughs> what we had to do was we 
we're sitting there and I was does I was DD and I didn't drink and I was just enjoying. I was actually to fit in because people would be like, "Where's your drink?" I was just I found an empty like Coors Light and I was just holding it the entire time. <laughs> no one noticed that I wasn't drinking out of it. Yeah. And me and Ashton are having fun. We're going around. We're playing all the things and we're we're at the foosball table, playing foosball. You know, we're just we're with every, it's two v two. Me and Ashton versus another two people from the freshman group, right? Mm-hmm. So we're playing foosball and we don't think anything of it. They lose me and ashton will do really good and then these two brothers walk over Ooh. one's a big dude he's a ginger he's like maybe six three he's got comb back long ginger hair he's a beautiful looking man and and this other guy maybe five ten he's like oh you guys looking for next and we're like yeah 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 and they're like do you know the house rules and we're like no we don't know the house rules and he explains to us this long complicated house rules we're like okay let's let's play and at first we're going right and we're having fun, and me and Ashton score once, and we're like, "Oh, let's go! Like we're gonna beat these guys in their own game, in their own house." Yeah. Fuck no. Oh. Ginger brother takes his hat, puts it backwards, and it's like it's go time. And this these dudes, oh my god, they're doing shit I've never seen on a foosball table before, passing it back and forth between each other, going left and right, scoring at will, and they're just shitting on us, <laughs> like <laughs> horribly, like beating us. And we're like, dude, this isn't even fun anymore because they beat us so bad. <laughs> and then the ginger guy went left and drank some more beer. And then the other guy stayed, and he wanted to play us two-on-one. Okay. And he still beat us. What? He still beat us. He was that good, and I don't know why he was so good. We were trying so hard. I was sweating. I was trying so hard. And I, we just could not We could not beat him. I mean, when you play foosball all the time. Yeah. I, pfft, dude, like – He's so good. And then there was another guy. We'll call him Pool Guy. And he challenged anybody in there to beat him at pool. He had a long mullet, thick mustache, wears a Coors Light hat. Mm-hmm. You could just tell he was a pool guy. He was a hustler. Yeah. He played everyone. And, like, the crowds would watch him. I, I know I was watching him because he was that filthy at pool. <laughs> like, unbe- he could go pro in pool. He was doing some shots that I have never seen ever before on a pool table. Wow. I don't know. I mean, it was just spectacular to watch these guys do like just years of dedication into their craft, just go at some freshmen and just crush the living hopes and dreams out of them. And then we heard there was another party, right? Okay. Like two blocks down. And we tried to leave one time, but we only got half the group to leave. It was me and a few others wanted to go check it out to see what was in there. Mm-hmm. And so we go and then the windows are also blacked out, which means there's something happening. We don't really know what or what the extent was, and we knew what we had back there, so we went back to tell the other group. And there's kind of an unwritten rule with frat houses. If you leave, you're not really supposed to come back because mm. they don't want you, like, first off, they want to minimize, like, how drunk you are because if you leave, right, and you're on the sidewalk and then cops are known to, pu- like, pull over just randomly on the street and see groups of students that are clearly intoxicated, yeah. and they'll, breath light, they'll take them to jail. Like they'll, they'll, and it's it looks bad because if any of the you know the freshmen or sophomores or juniors crack that where they were drinking, then that's looks really bad on the house. So you're not supposed to leave, and we left, <laughs> and we came back right. So yeah. we left and came back once, and they're like, oh okay, well we understand that the you know you didn't see any party, and they're like, oh come back and come back, and they're like really nice, still hot, you know. Yeah. And then we play more foosball, more pool, uh, more partying, more, you know. And we leave again with the whole group this time because the leader of the group wanted to go check out the other place and go inside. 
and it was a like we walk in through the back door that's where we just saw other people coming yeah and we walk in and we see this dude in a domino's uniform domino's pizza and he's like five bucks for entry i'm like he's like five eight and he's wearing a domino's fucking uniform i'm like dude i don't even know if i should pay you <laughs> you do not look like the kind of dude they'd have at the bouncer taking cash <laughs> yeah. you do not look like that guy buddy i don't know if i'm paying you or not and then he pulls out his cash drawer and then he sees everyone else is paid i'm like oh okay so i throw him i throw in a five oh, i can't believe i paid five dollars okay there was you can tell this one a lot dirtier than the other one hmm. like it was just a trash pit Ugh. Just like a, a trash fucking everywhere. It was disgusting. And so we were going, and he's like, party's in the basement. And this was the one cool part. This is where I thought, holy shit, this is about to be awesome. Because we hear this, the whole floor is vibrating from the music downstairs. Oh. I'm like, dude, this is sh- like sick. And it's like 11 o'clock at night. They have the entire house blacked out. And what they did was they took like markers, right? And they are like glow-in-the-dark spray paint, I think. Mm-hmm. And they... They did cool graffiti art all on the outside of the basement entrance. And so it's like – and for some reason, they it's not like normal stairs. Don't think about it like that. Think about it as a one-way down, one-way up. Like you can't do two people, one coming up, one coming down. Think about it as one-way down and in the cave, right, mm-hmm. is just graffiti. Like the walls are white, pure white, all the way through the cave. It looked like a cave because it looks like it was handmade and it was like rigid and it's like curved like a cave. And and they spray painted cool designs all on the inside. And the lights are off, so it's all glowing in the dark. It's like something out of a movie. Damn. I'm like, this is actually sick. Like, I thought it was going to be fucking lit down there. I thought it was going to be like awesome party. And I, we walk down the stairs, right? Yeah. And we're single file. We're tight. And then we get to the actual like party room that's there. Mm-hmm. And it's so tight and it's packed full of people and like pack as in like 30 people, but 30 people in that small of a room was shoulder to shoulder. And they have big subwoofers like on the wall, just an entire wall of subwoofers. So that takes up more space. Yeah. But the ceiling was the worst part because the ceiling was only like, I'm like six foot tall, right? The ceiling had to be like close to six foot. Like it was just six foot. Oh, so, so like you- people over six foot, or like neck cocked, like sideways. Uh. I'm like just like I'm scraping it as I'm walking it. And like it's tight, it's hot, there's no ventilation, and then the people are yelling and the people it was just it wasn't worth it. Yeah. What was cool was they had a bartender down there. Really? Someone like an illegal like bar like they would pay people would be paying them and then they would fucking I don't they did some kind of drink. I don't know if they had to pay every time because some people didn't pay. I don't know if those were frat brothers. And they had, like, big things of beer. And, um, you know, unlike the other house, they didn't have just a keg. They had, like, beer laid out. And I'm sure they made their money's worth with $5 an entry, right? Yeah. But it was just it was just not it. Especially with 30 people down there, that means that over It was more than that because there was a bunch of people, like, upstairs just chilling. And then the main party was, like, downstairs. Mm-hmm. So I would say closer to, like, 60 people in the house. Whoa, that's actually quite it, a lot. It was quite a lot. But, like, the majority were in that basement. And it's shoulder to show that you can't even like dance because like it's like a crowded area yeah and i was like oh, i'm not we all of us were like not feeling this because we're like huddled in a corner and we're all like pressed up against each other and we we're just like let's go back to the other place so then we leave paid five bucks for nothing we go back to the other house and oh, they're like geez. 
Yeah, and remember the rule with no going and back? Yeah. I'm like, okay, you're back again. Great. And so they're like, we thought you left. And then people do more partying. And then eventually half our group got so unbelievably intoxicated that they're like, okay, we don't want you leaving. So they, they, and they're nice about it, right? They've been nice to us this whole time. And the one guy sees I'm the only sober one. And he, he kind of gives me this motion. Like, come here real quick. Come here real quick. And so I come up and I go over to the other room. Big ginger guy from before. Yeah. And he's like, okay, here's the deal. The half your group cannot leave. Okay. We're going to cut you that deal. Even being that, you know, impaired in your dorms. Like that's a because they thought I was a student. He's like, even being that impaired in your dorms is a problem because if you get caught by your RA, they're gonna ask you where you were, and we don't even want that, right? Yeah. Like you're not even in the state to lie if you got caught. <laughs> okay. Here's the thing: we don't want you walking, so we're gonna call one of our brothers, right? He's gonna come down. He's gonna pick up half the group. And he's gonna take you back to your dorms, the ones that we seem fit to, you know, go back and just relax. And then half of you are gonna crash on the couches. They have a whole room full of just couches for people to crash on. Wow. I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, yeah, no, I understand. And so he called one of the dudes and he made one of these, you know, brothers come out and pick us and give us a ride back like Uber. Wow. We, he didn't even want money. We tried giving him money. He would not take it. Wow. And it was just, an, it was just the nicest experience that they would purposely call us a drive to make sure we got back safe. Mm-hmm. That's it's just it's so kind to me. Yeah. It was what, unbelievable. what cool frat bros. Yeah. But they're super pissed. He's like, also, if you ever go to like another party like this, don't leave and come back three times. Yeah. It really makes us upset. <laughs> uh, I mean, it was just great. Great times. Oh, one more thing. Okay. I forgot about this. The third, the last time we came back, we were there for the probably the longest time. Um, what did I call him? John, I think. The guy with the blonde Josh. comb. Josh. I called him Josh, and he loved ballroom dancing really <laughs> it was the weirdest thing ballroom dancing was his shit and he was like this one of the seniors at the house so like he had a lot to say so he'd be like hey put on some classical shit and then they put on some like like <laughs> beethoven and i'm like what the fuck <laughs> and then he's like will you dance with me madam <laughs> and like first off it was the girl was like okay yeah and they danced for a while but then eventually he he danced with dudes too like ballroom sophisticated dancing with dudes and i asked a shirtless guy i'm like does he love to dance and he's like oh my god that's all he does it's all he does he asks us like every other day to come ballroom dance with him he wants to try new moves it's ridiculous (laughs) i'm like that's what a weird thing to be into is ballroom dancing yeah and you just tell this guy was weird he was a bow tie with the shoes on it was just a whole outfit i was like what the hell he's ballroom dancing with other dudes is he like my kind of weirdness no he's weirder than that really you don't ask people you don't ask strangers to go ballroom dance with you that's true I'm more weird with just the people I know. Right. But, like, he doesn't know these people. And he's like, I want a ballroom dance with you. I don't <laughs> know. Sometimes I've done weird stuff to, to random strangers, though. Nothing like this. Yeah, nothing you. nothing like that. And then there was a game. There was Jenga. And there was, like, a specialized game of Jenga where you pull the thing. And then, you know, it's just a drinking game. And two, I wasn't playing. I was just watching because it was entertaining because they had some really entertaining pieces. Like, you pull the Jenga piece and you have to read the bottom, whatever it says you got to do. Mm-hmm. And shirtless man 
big, hairy, shirtless man. I, it's the only thing he stood out to me. He was shirtless the whole time. Otherwise, he was an average-looking dude. No one else was shirtless. Yeah. And he's he's he pulled out a Jenga piece, and it said, kiss the person on your left. And he looks at me, and he's like, I'm sorry, brother. <laughs> I'm like, no. I'm no. like what? And he grabs my head, and he kisses me on the cheek. Oh, God. We all laughed about it, but still. Another thing was, since it was so late and there wasn't, like, planning on being a party at this house, you could just tell when they, because they, when they first got the music out and started, they were, like, blasting that shit. Mm-hmm. And once the other, like, remember, like I said, it was only 8 to 10. They were, you know, pre-gaming a little bit and, like, going through Tinder and then Megan then came down by us. Once the music started going and the other brothers, like, like insects coming out from the crevices of all the house parts would just come and would just... Like, I don't know where they were coming from. And there are more of them and more of them and more of them <laughs> until I was like 25 dudes <laughs> just in the room. I'm like, we started with eight people. How the Where the fuck did you guys come from? You could tell there were some that were like annoyed because they would, you know, come downstairs and they were sleeping. And like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, they weren't prepared for it. Yeah. I thought it was the funniest thing ever. But yeah, those. And then, you know, they gave us a ride home and they were really nice. And they were just some of the nicest dudes I've ever met. Well, shout out to Miggigan Tech. <laughs> Megan Tech. Megan Tech. And that was the first night. The second, I only stayed for two two nights, and I left early the morning of today. And the second day, we just hung out. We got to see, the dorms are actually really cool. What I hate about the campus is that it's so spread out to an extent. Like one class, you have to walk everywhere, and like I said, it's super hilly. And like to walk to your car. I would hate the idea of a five-minute walk to my car, right? Yeah. That's a pain. It's a serious pain. And so, in this super hill, and we have to go all these places, but their dorms are super cool. You get past the part that your room is, like, you know, tiny. There's a communal kitchen for all the floor. So, like, you meet people in there. Like, they all hang out, and it's, like, a living room, and it's, like, a nice plasma TV, and then, like, people hang out there, and then a kitchen. You can go warm stuff up. What I did notice is the severe lack of care by anybody for anything. Hmm. All the workers that worked the, the dorm. What I mean by that is when you walk into the cafeteria, you're supposed to swipe your Husky card. And you're supposed to tap it, and then you, know, you walk right in. And then they charge you for the meal based on whatever meal pan, plan you paid for. But uh, the morning of the second night, I went to go, you know, go with them. And when you're a student – you get guest meals. So then if you have a guest, you know, a parent, brother, sibling, cousin, etc., you have like six guest meals on the year. Goes on the guest meal free of charge, right? Otherwise they wouldn't even let you in. You can't pay to get in there. And so we walk in and I just walk in with a group of people and I didn't even like go near the guy that you're supposed to tap because you walk right past him. I walk right past him with a group of, you know, people my age and he didn't even fucking question it. Yeah. I didn't tap. I just walked in and it was an all you could eat like buffet of shit. And I'm like, dude, I just got my free breakfast, <laughs> essentially. And so I leave. And then dinner that night, we go in. It's a different guy. And he's like, hey, 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 hey you got to scan. You got to scan the card. I'm like, oh, it's a guest. I'm a guest. And she, he's like, okay, who's your guest? And I point to my girlfriend. And she's like, oh, okay, put it on my guest. But earlier that night, it's like a chip inside the card 
and she accidentally put it on the back side of her phone and then put the phone on a uh, wireless charger and the wireless charger burnt out the chip in the card hmm. and so she was trying to tap it and he's like and she's like yeah it's broken sorry i don't know what to do and then he grabs a card and he tries tapping he's like whatever just today is fine <laughs> so again he lets me in with no charge and did not take a gas meal out it wow. was dumb yeah. i got free breakfast and free dinner some stuff was good other stuff was not good not good at all no not good at all they have a good variety though they even have soft serve ice cream unlimited hmm. which i thought was pretty neat yeah to make all your uh your students fat yeah and there was like chill. There was a like game room, so there's a room where you can play foosball, t- uh, air hockey, table tennis, pool. There was a chill area there, and then there's a place called the Cave, where like students meet up and they have a bunch of TVs, and then like a f- kind of restaurant with like a fast food place where you can get burgers and Philly cheesesteaks and stuff like that, like I late night till like one in the morning. I didn't think that that college was that big. It's a big school. Wow. It's a really big school. Here's one problem, though. It's an engineering school. Mm-hmm. And so I hate to say this because most of the people I interacted with were pretty cool and pretty chill. But, like, it, the majority of people were either there for engineering, some kind of environmental science or business, right? And so these people that I, some of the people I talked to, not all of them, are super stuck up. Like, cause they, because it's engineering and they think they're the shit. And it's, like, one of the hardest degrees to get. And I understand that. But when all you talk about is how hard classes are – and how difficult it is, and and that the pursuit of education that you're you're acquiring is just so challenging for you. It's like shut the fuck up, please, please shut up. I can't take it anymore. You're only two weeks into school, and you have you all you talk about is how hard your classes are. I could not, Eddie. I seriously, I wanted to fucking grab pencils and stab them into my eyes. It was horrible. I could, I literally, I like if one more person told me how hard fucking aerospace engineering was i was gonna stab my ears <laughs> like i was gonna put the fucking pencil in my ear and not want to hear anything anymore because like yeah boo-hoo it sucks like we get it everybody here is struggling like it's not that i god it was just so annoying maybe like for the casual person or like your mom or dad you know it's a good conversation to bring up or someone who didn't you know have that experience but when you hear it like 15 times and everyone in that fucking general vicinity has the same goddamn degree and you want to tell me how hard it is, it's like, oh, where are you from? Oh, I go to a small community college. Oh, it must be so nice. But the oh, classes God. are so easy. I'm like, dude, fuck you. Just a pretentious like asshole. I couldn't stand it. It was actually making me a little mad. But I didn't say that to anybody. I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, okay, I'm going to go. <laughs> it's, uh, oh. I didn't like it. I didn't like that part. But other people were cool. I thought the I thought uh, the facilities were cool. They had like a full. If you go, it's a twenty minute walk to the gym, the free gym. There's a gym inside the dorm, but they, they have to pay for that. Otherwise, there's a free gym. Again, I walked right into that, no problem. Didn't pay for anything. <laughs> and uh, the gym facility is nice. They have a full like full basket. They have four full basketball courts lined up. I brought my own ball and I just walked in and played basketball. So why didn't you go to college there? Why didn't I go to college there? Yeah. Why would I? I don't know. Like it's with Ashland. Well, yeah, but like first off, it's expensive. Step one. That's why I'm going to a small community college. Okay. It's it's expensive. It really is. But is it more expensive than Nebraska? Um, not with what they're offering me. Mm. It's a 
and it's hard school to get into. It's actually and the average GPA there is like three point eight. What? Yeah, Nebraska is not that. Yeah, yeah, not at all. No, and so it's like okay, it's a three point eight. I don't like the area. I don't like the location. I don't like how spread out the campus is. Okay. So it's like a combination of things that just, and I don't like the people. That's my biggest thing. Yeah, I guess that. I that talk to the people sense. there, and they just—they're not down to earth. They're just above you. They're better than you. There are a lot of them are nerds, <laughs> except for the frat boys. Except for the frat brothers. The frat brothers go hard. And that's Sounds that's like one it. frat that we went to. There's like like seventeen other frats. What that school is that big? It's a big school. What I I totally thought that this was like some small school up in Michigan. No, dude. It's a bigger school. Like, it's fucking, it's packed. Like, the the dining center that we went to, and that's just the one dorm, right? The one dorm that we went to probably holds, can seat, like, 300 to 400 people for breakfast and dinner. And I watched it get full. Like, there was not, like, free tables to go sit at. And, like, there's other dorms to go stay at. Hmm. Yeah. And the ratio of, like, men to women is surprisingly low for women. They're projected to be, in the next five years, I think, 30% enrollment of women. That's projected. So it's probably at, like, 27, 28 right now. I don't know. Engineering isn't really that much of a of a girl kind of um, yeah, degree. degree. Yeah. There's still quite a bit. Like you notice it, but it's just like not. There's clearly a difference between how many guys there are and how many girls there are. Yeah. So that was my experience. And then I drove back and had um had fun. <sighs> never forget John. Never forget shirtless man who kissed me on the cheek. And never forget. It, it wasn't even John. It was Josh. I never forget Josh. <laughs> never forget shirtless man. <laughs> and never forget Ginger. And the and the sweet kiss. I mean, you'll you'll probably see them again, right? Or probably no? not. Wait, really? I mean, I'll go up there to visit her more, right? But it's like, what are the chances we go to the same frat and we see the same guys? You know, it's just not likely. And I don't think the guy that we went with, I don't think he's gonna get into that frat hmm. because they didn't. He got so drunk that like they had to take care of him, and they're kind of you could tell they're kind of annoyed by it. Yeah. So. You know, so is life, I guess, in the frat house. And that was just an average Saturday for them. They were ready for that shit. They didn't even plan for a party, and they threw one. Wow. They were prepared. Scarily prepared. Holy Christ. Scarily prepared. Scarily prepared. <sighs> and so uh, that's the end of my tales. You got any stories? Stories of what? Oh, I guess I'm going to Nebraska. Not like educational wise like i leave i'm gonna fly out um not to tomorrow but the next day and i go i'm gonna drive down to green bay from green bay to chicago chicago to lincoln it'll be quite an experience because i'll be completely alone just me on those flights and i've never done that alone really yeah so i don't know how i'm gonna do in an airport because i'm gonna get there way early just so i can get a feel for it especially like green bay is small like i can handle green bay right and maybe i'll get a good it's a good warm-up to chicago but chicago is a huge airport like massive pack yeah it's the third biggest city in the u.s right 
which sometimes is weird to think about, you know? I know, right? Like, Chicago is in the middle of nowhere. What is it? Um, New York, uh, Los Angeles, and Chicago? Yep. Wow. Never suspect Chicago was that big. You, you know what is the fifth biggest, though? What? Phoenix, Arizona. Really? Yeah. You wouldn't expect that. I wouldn't expect that either. Yeah. Who's Ford? Ah, uh, shoot. I, I think it's uh, San something in Texas. Uh, Houston, San Diego, uh, San something. Yeah. Hugh- San, San Antonio or something? San Antonio. Like yeah, something like that. Oh, San Diego's not in Texas. Oh, God, I'm going to get shit yeah, for that. No, that's that's California. No, it's not. Oh, no, yes, it is. Ha, geography. But uh, I don't know how I'm going to do in a airport. And, like, it's I have a scary amount of layover time. Like, I looked it up, and they're like, oh, um, Reddit. And they're like, oh, dude, if you're flying out of, like, Chicago – O'Hare, just give yourself like an hour and like 30 minutes for like a layover time just in case anything goes wrong with your flights, leaving or coming or going. That way you don't like miss your flight. Never mind. It was Houston, Texas. Houston. It was Houston. Okay. Yeah. But like I was. San Antonio. I was reading. I was reading online and it's like don't leave more than like an hour and a half layover time. So when you get there, give yourself an hour and a half because it takes that long to get through the lines, that long to get through your plans. And that way, if. Anything happens, right? You have a little bit of time, a little, just a little bit, to yeah. just, you know, free time, and you can get to your location and feel comfortable and not be rushed. I have an hour twenty. I I'm terrified, <laughs> especially I don't know what I'm doing. I might be I might be that guy who's like jogging through the airport, even though my flight doesn't leave for like an hour. <laughs> like I'm running through O'Hare and then O'Hare and Lincoln, and then I get to Lincoln at like. T- and to get the cheapest tickets, because I'm a broke motherfucker, I had to pick, like, the weirdest times. So, what was the cost of the tickets, though? Um, round trip, uh, Green Bay, Chicago, Chicago, Lincoln, Lincoln to Chicago, to back to Green Bay, was 450 Well, that's not too bad. It wouldn't be so bad if I wasn't forced to fly airline, uh, American Airlines, because American Airlines is the only company that flies out of Lincoln, Nebraska. If it was my choice, I would have picked Spirit because <laughs> Spirit was like for a, a similar trip to like Omaha. It was like two hundred dollars. Oh, wow. Yeah. But I did. Then if you equate the like hour and 15 minute Uber ride from Omaha to Lincoln, it was more costly to fly Spirit. So I didn't really want to do that. And then Green Bay was a closer drive and it is all kinds of factors. Right. I thought yeah. about it. But leaving, leaving is going to be a pain in the ass. Leaving, do you, can you guess what time my flight from Lincoln to Chicago flies out? No. What if I gave you the hint of I will be landing in Green Bay and I will probably be back home by like 11 in the morning? No, no. I will be, yes. I will get back home at 11 in the morning on that day. So can you guess when my flight from Lincoln leaves for Chicago? Two? 4.30. Oh. It's worse than two. I wish it was two. Because two, I could stay up and then go there. And then, no. It's 4.30. In a.m. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I don't have another choice. It was the only connecting flight. It was the only round trip flight for the dates I picked. Yeah. And it was just like, God fucking damn it. Because here I am. 
and I'm going to have to, I, I didn't want to take the risk of not, cause like they have Uber. I talked to the buddies that live in, that are going to Nebraska and they're like, we have Uber, but like, it's hard to get an Uber past like three. Right. Cause that's when they usually go to bed. And so what I'm going to have to do is, is hang out with Matt and Jack and then Uber to the airport at probably 10 and then sleep in the airport till 430 and then get on the flight. Ooh. I don't want to do it. I don't want to sleep in the airport so bad. Yeah. But I think I have to. I don't think I have a choice. You could also sleep all throughout that day, like the very last of it, and then Yeah, but I want to hang out with them and that's like time wasted, you know? Yeah. So I'm going to sleep in the airport, I'm going to sleep in the plane, and then hopefully I don't fucking die on the 3-hour trip from Green or Bay to home. You could take a quick power nap somewhere in the last day, like an hour or two, mm-hmm. and then, and then have stay enough. Up. Yeah, that might be the move because <sighs> I'm scared I'm gonna fall asleep at the wheel. Getting back at eleven. Yeah, I might have to nap my car a little bit. I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I will figure it out. Yeah, I don't know what to expect in Nebraska because Nebraska is a big school. It's a pretty large school. That's a huge. Yeah, it's a universe. And I was, like, surprised by, like, how big Michigan Tech was. I think I'm going to be very, very surprised with how big Nebraska is. At every single dorm, they have an outdoor, full, really nice, I saw pictures, basketball and sand volleyball court outside every dorm. I don't know what that does sound really nice. That sounds really nice. And I'm, <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, this is going to be crazy. Like, I'm not ready for this. Like, it's – and it's – like Michigan, Michigan Tech is like, you can drive to restaurants, but you know Jack and Matt didn't even bring their cars. She's like, you can walk anywhere you want, which is a nice thought. I don't have to worry about my car. Yeah, that's true. And so I'm kind of excited, but we'll see how it goes. I don't know how I'm gonna do with the airline. So what you're gonna be staying in the dorm? Yeah. Have you seen their dorm? No. Oh, dude, it's so much nicer than really? compared to Ashlyn's and and her roommate. Mm. Oh my god, because like I said, you walk in. There's maybe a bunk bed, a bunk bed, desk, desk, and that's all the room we have. Yeah. Like when we when we had other people visit the bunk, I mean the the dorm, it was like everyone sat on the floor, <laughs> and like there was no room for anything. But with Jack and Matt, somehow as freshmen they got senior dorms. What? Yeah. So their dorm, it's locked. I'd say you walk in, right? And the first thing you notice about their dorm. And they share it with two other people. So it's them and two other people. First thing you notice about their dorm is when you walk in, there's a couch. Mm. There's room for a couch. There's a living room area. Wow. There's a room for a TV stand. There's a room. So when you walk in, I'll, I'll equate it to my room. It's about the size of this room, the living room area. So there's a couch, TV, a, like a not a recliner, but a chair to sit on. And I'll be crashing on the couch. And then you look over to the left of, the, left of that. There's a fucking kitchen. They have a full kitchen and a full fridge and a sink. And then to the parallel with that whole kitchen area is two bathroom sinks. And then they have their own bathroom and shower, own toilet and shower in that area. And then they have the two rooms that connect to all that, which are Matt Jackson and their two roommates. Wow. And that room is the size of like – Ashlyn and her roommate's room. It's that room, but then they have all the other shit. 
It's like an apartment. I'm like, dude, that's sick as fuck. <laughs> they were showing us, and it's like, that's cool. Yeah, that's that's massive. You know who doesn't have it easy right now? Ooh. Ooh. The Gweenster. <laughs> the Gweenster's room is exponentially small. Really? Like, so small that he didn't want to bring his PC. What? Yeah, he left it. That small? It's that small. It's like, <laughs> they barely have room for a fish. <laughs> you got a pet fish. I haven't checked on the Gweenster. Me neither. He's not the type of guy to reach out either. You definitely have to reach out to him. Yeah. Definitely. If you're listening to this, Logan, reach out. Let me know how it's going. He does <sighs> not. He definitely does. He does not listen to the podcast on a daily basis. No. No. <laughs> He's a computer science major. He's if that, I, that's all I need to say, and then you guys genuinely can get a good idea of what the Gweenster is like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's a computer science major. So that's my trip that I just did, and then the trips I have coming up. Um. Yeah. What about you? Um, is this just a general asking of what I've done in the past month? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I've gotten a girlfriend since the last time. We Shout out. Podcast. Where did you meet her? Say it. <laughs> say well, it. I don't want to say it. Say it. Tinder. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Met her on Tinder. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah. It is kind of funny. But How's it going with her? It's going pretty good. And she lives in the the UP too, huh? Yeah. In the A? Uh, almost exactly the same amount of time as Ashlyn is from you. Yeah. That's what I thought was cool. Yeah. Just in a different direction. Um, because Houghton is two hours away from Eagle River, and Marquette is also the same thing, two hours away from Eagle River. Oh, so it's – oh, it's perfect. Yeah. It's almost you know their two colleges are rivals, right? <laughs> yeah, that doesn't uh, surprise me Mi- at all. Michigan Tech and um, oh god, University of Northern Michigan, I think. And yeah, it's MCU. Um, Northern Michigan University. Yeah. Wait. Something like that. No. Uh, either way, they're rivals and they hate each other. Wow, I I know it's like a massive school. Marquette has a big big school. That's the same. It's the same size as Michigan Tech. Oh really? So yeah, that's. Puts it in perspective. Oh, okay. So yeah. they're both like very, yeah. they're pretty close in size, I think. Yeah. They Population are. and school wise. Okay. Because like technically the city limits of Houghton is like only like seven or 8,000 people. Mm-hmm. And then the city limits of Marquette is like 21,000 people. Oh, so it's. Hmm. Yeah, but I don't know if like that's just because Houghton is more spread out. Because I've been to Houghton and it seems like a very spread out place. Really? Yeah. Okay, don't you get the same feeling? Yeah, it's like, no, I don't actually. When I went to, everything's condensed. Really? It's the I think it's the opposite. Everything's like condensed, and you have buildings that are like next to each other, like it, sandwiched houses. And it was a very hilly place. I yeah, it was. That. It's all hilly up there. It's yeah. crazy. It's like Duluth. Like Duluth is built on hills, and like it's the same thing. I would never live where it's that fucking hilly, because it's just a nightmare to park on. There's no parking anywhere. It's horrible. I guess like in in Houghton, it's very dense. But I'm talking about like around Houghton, there's just like a lot of different houses. And no, like- I'm talking like yeah, but with with um when you get to uh oh my god uh what's it called Houghton. Yeah. Yeah. Houghton. Oh, when you get to Houghton, it's like you're there. Like it's nothing, nothing, nothing. You're there. Everything's at once. And then it's like you leave and there's nothing. Maybe I'm just getting 
them mixed up. Maybe Marquette is the one that's spread out. I think Marquette is more spread out. Yeah, I don't know. Tell Maybe us, I'm let just us know. Confused. Let us know if we're wrong. Any UPers? But um, any of the UPs? Okay, the first night I'm getting there, right? I'm mm-hmm. dry, and this is like my first big road trip by myself, and you know that's something that people might not even call a two and a half hour car ride road trip. But it's like my first big road trip with my shitty. 180,000 GMC, 180,000 mile GMC Envoy. <laughs> like this thing is not built for road trips. Yeah. And then I'm pushing the limits to go to Green Bay. That's like a three hour trip. Holy shit. Oh, but regardless, I'm going and she's doing good until I get there. And, Ash, and it's like nine o'clock at night. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know where I am. I have Google Maps pulled up and I'm just like, okay, Lord help me because I. I don't drive in big cities. I'm, you know, I drive in small towns. Like I said, I've, I've driven in big cities. I've driven in Florida. I've driven in New York. Like I'm used to it, but just unfamiliar cities is not my gig, right? Especially at night. I hate driving at night. I can't see shit. I can't see the signs. It's annoying. And my lights suck. I need to get my lights fixed. So Ashlyn wants to personally direct me because she says Google Maps and Apple Maps gets confused on where to go and like takes you down weird paths that you don't need to go down. So she wants to personally direct me, right? She's like, okay. Listen closely. We're going to avoid downtown at all costs because downtown is confusing as fuck. So what you have to do is, all you have to do is when you hit the third stoplight coming in where you're coming in, turn right. And I'll direct you from there and you can pull over and we can talk it through. But besides that, don't miss the turn right. I said, okay. I see the first stoplight. I see the second stoplight. I don't see a third. Oh, no. I'm like, oh, fuck. And so Google Maps is taking me this weird route. She's right. It takes you a fucking funky route. And so I'm going down this one-lane road, and then eventually it's telling me to turn right. Google Maps telling me to turn right, but there's no right turn because it's construction all on the right side. And I shit you not. Why the fuck is it built like this? There's two big orange arrows telling you go left. Like, there is no right. You cannot go right. And so... I'm thinking, shit, I can't go right. There's no right. And so I, and it's dark out. And I, so I have to turn left. And guess where turning left gets me? Where? Downtown. Oh, no. And she's right. Downtown is a clusterfuck. And now I'm flustered because I'm like, shit, Google Maps doesn't know where to go. I don't know where to oh, go. Yeah. A- Ashlyn's calling me. I'm like, oh, I, I, can't, I can't do all this at once. Like, I'm driving somewhere. There's cars everywhere. I'm like, holy fuck, I'm starting to panic. And so when I pull into downtown and I'm driving through downtown, I didn't realize it was two lanes one way in the downtown area because you know our downtown is you know two ways separately yeah one way both lanes of traffic one way so i'm in the right lane and i'm like shit i gotta try and look for that right turn maybe i missed it and so like a fucking idiot i turn like i'm panicked i turn left and i throw my blinker and i just i'm in the right lane there's a left lane i blindly turn into because i look forward i'm like okay there's no oncoming traffic so i blindly turn down the street and then I fucking realized that it's a two-way coming one way because the car in the left lane that I didn't see fucking lays the horn on me because I'm mm. sure I cut his ass off turning left. I'm like, God fucking damn it, Jake. It's a two-way going one way. I could have gotten a car accident. Yeah. So that's, I'm, I'm being honest here. I could have probably gotten a car accident if that guy wasn't a good driver. Thank you very much, good Samaritan. And then Google Maps is like loading, loading, loading as I'm on this side road. And then it's like, okay, turn right. I'm like, shit. And I turn on my blinker, and without even looking, I turn right. And then I'm going down this road, and I'm like, this doesn't seem right. And then I see a car coming at me. 
and then I realize this is a one way and I'm going the wrong way. Oh shit, that's so confusing. I'm like, fuck Google Maps. What the fuck, dude? I'm like, you just fucked me over big time. And so I turn on my blinker and then I turn down the nearest side road, which I also think was oh, a one way going the wrong way. But <laughs> oh but I didn't give a fuck. I was just because I'm in the I'm like now I'm panic, panic, right? Because yeah. now there's a because the car's like. I'm sure that car was panicked because I'm sure they knew where they were fucking going. They're like, what the fuck, dude? You're going the wrong way. Like, I know I'm going the right way. And he's like flashing his brights at me. And then so I see stops and I turn right to, you know, stop embarrassment. And then that road is the wrong way. And then that road intersects with downtown again. So I'm like, shit, I just need to pull over. Like, I need to pull over and find out where the fuck I am. And so and I need to not listen to Google Maps. Google Maps is telling me to turn back right back downtown going the wrong fucking way i'm like okay i'm done with you i throw it off to the side and then i'm at the intersection of downtown i blast through the middle of downtown i cut across the two lanes and then there's a parking garage and i pull into the parking garage i'm like okay how the fuck do i get to where ashland's at i'm looking on google maps i'm looking at the roads now i kind of have a general idea of how the roads work yeah turns out the park because everything's on hills right i came in one side of the parking garage okay but you can go down floors of the parking garage. So I'm like, I wonder where this takes me. And I go down floors of the parking garage, and that brings me out to the suburbs on okay. the other side. Hmm. I'm like, this is lucky as shit because it's like normal. It's two lanes, stop, light, uh, stop signs, you know, just classic 20 miles an hour slow through the suburbs. I'm like, fuck yes. So I'm going through, and then it events me. It spits me back out to the turn. And where you, it says turn right, but there is no right. And so I see there's no cars behind me. So I stop my car and I and I get out of my car and I'm looking and I'm like, it's it swears to turn right here. There's no other way to go. And so I'm looking around. Some dickhead students flipped the arrow signs to make it so it looks like you can only turn left. But you can absolutely just turn right. Oh my god. So who the fuck would do that? That's psychotic shit. And so I flip the fucking signs back, then I fucking haul it right, and then I'm there within a minute. And then I pull up. And I'm like, dude, I almost got into like two fucking accidents trying to get here. <laughs> I feel like a fucking retard who's never driven a car before. It was just like, oh, my God. And I hate when people are irresponsible on the road. And it annoys me so much that they don't care about others' lives. And then I was just that dude. And I was like mad with myself. But then we wanted to go out and party all night. I was like huffing and puffing, stressed out. And I was like, God damn it. <sighs> Fuck Houghton. Long story short. Yeah, Houghton is super confusing. I remember driving through it with Charlie when we went up to uh, Copper Harbor. Hmm. And, um, yeah, Houghton's pretty confusing to drive into. Not to mention, like I said, there's no parking anywhere. So people are parking wherever the fuck they want. And one of the most annoying things was in downtown is that they they have parking spots blocking where you have to look to see if a car is coming on the intersection. And it's not like a, a stop uh, light. It's a stop sign. So you have to yield until there's no cars. And so I'm looking, and I can't I can't see anybody because the car is there. And you have to pull forward so far because there was this big pickup truck. I had to pull forward so far, and my car might as well have been fucking halfway out into the road already. I'm like, fuck it. And I just, like, blind just shoveled on the gas, and I cut across. Dude, it was a nightmare. And I'm sure the people in Houghton are like, oh, this guy's a fucking idiot. He doesn't know how to drive. Like, it's so easy. It's like, no. No, dude. Let me tell you. If you're not from there, it's 10 o'clock at night, and Google Maps is dicking you sideways. I, you have no idea where you're going. <laughs> I don't Fuck know. That. I'm sure that they get it all the time. You think so? 
Yeah, probably. That's what Ashlyn said to me. She's like, I had, to, I had to be DD for some people the other night. I had to drive through there, and I was panicking a little bit, too. Because I didn't get it. Yeah. It was, like, funky. It was not feeling it. But I got there safe. And then I had a good time. And then I forgot about it. But just reflect on things. And I don't know what I could have done differently in that situation to, you know, I think back on it. It's like, what could I have done differently to prevent like what I did from happening. And it's like, if you just go off your instincts and you're not used to driving in cities like that, I feel like nothing. I feel like it's almost nothing. Maybe pay a little bit more attention to like the tiny signs that say one way instead of looking at my phone, trying to have Google Maps answer all my questions and not rely on Google Maps and use some actual skills. That's probably it though. That's all I would do different. I mean, what you could have done differently is um, look at Google Maps beforehand and like, look through and figure out how the streets are right are are made because like um for instance when looking at eagle river it's really easy to see how this how the town is laid out Mm -hmm. you know you got first second third street fourth street right um stuff like that so like as as soon as you know that it's really easy to visualize the city in your head or town right but, like, who does that after, like, a two-hour car drive? You know, you just want to get there. And so, you like, it says, like, oh, five minutes so you're there. And it's like, oh, shit, I don't even look Yeah. until there's no right turn. And then it tells you to turn on the oncoming traffic. They really need to fix that. <laughs> like, they need to fix that. Yeah, definitely. I was annoyed by that. Yeah, I don't think that was your fault. But um, that was it. And I'm a little less stressed, a little more. Sh- should I be more stressed about the, the Nebraska trip? I know I shouldn't be stressed because, you know, it's kind of a vacation. I'm going to go have fun. But, like, what's more stressful, driving in an unfamiliar area or never going to an airport before? And, like, a big airport. Like, hmm. a big airport. Ah, uh, that's probably going to be a pretty big problem. Right. Chicago airport is probably insane. Right. Yeah. Especially, like, on a you – know, I'm not flying on a weekend. Though. That's a benefit flying on like a tuesday wednesday coming back on a monday okay yeah that is so it makes it a little easier yeah. on me but i tried to avoid chicago trying to go through smaller airports but no there was no way to not go through chicago it was just but i it's but the great thing about that is my like my mom flies all the time so she's gonna be you know on call with me she can direct me through what to do so that'll be nice right yeah. But, you know, like she's never driven through Houghton, so she can't give me advice on Houghton, but she can advise me on how to, and she flies through Chicago all the time. So she knows how to, she knows how to get around Chicago. So I'm pretty, um, pretty excited. Yeah. I mean, for having a business degree, I'm sure later on you're going to, uh, fly all the time. Oh yeah. I need some skills like that. Yeah. I'm pretty excited. Uh, and I, yeah, and I, like Eddie mentioned before, I might go to after, I'm going to do one year at my small community college, and then I think I'm going to, um, transfer to Nickel, uh, no, oh my god, Nebraska, and, uh, I think I'm going to, that'll be my next journey in life, because yeah. I've always wanted to, I lived in a bigger city when I was younger, but, you know, you don't experience a big city when you're younger, because it's just like, you know, you're kind of parented, and if you're lucky enough to have helicopter parents like mine, you don't get to go out much. You didn't get to do much as a fifth grader. Yeah. And so I've I kinda wanna get used to living in a big city before I'm an adult adult. And and the Lincoln's big. Like we're getting skyscrapers and like shit like that. And so like 
getting used to something like that. I feel like if you live in a city like that, you can live anywhere. Like you don't have to be afraid to go live in New York or like Chicago or like Los Angeles. Not saying I would <laughs> ever do that, but if the opportunity ever arises, something happens, you know, you don't have to be scared to go there and like not know where anything is and not be used to traffic and not know how to get around or read science and shit like that. So I'm kind of excited. What do you think is one like the best big city to live in? Are we okay, okay. Are we looking this at this in terms of like you have unlimited money, like you're yes. just a billionaire and shit don't matter no more? Yeah. Now you wanna find a big city to live in. You wanna find a big city to live in? Yeah. You know, there's there's one place where um I hear because I follow on I keep up on the NBA. It's like my favorite league and my favorite sport. And so one thing that players always talk about once they played for the city that they miss it. It's one city. Can you guess where it is? Where? It's Miami. Really? Miami. Players talk about all the freaking time how like LeBron James, he played for Miami for some years and he's like God, I miss – he's like he was on an Instagram Live and they clipped it because it went viral. He's playing for – he's plays for Los Angeles now, so he lives in Los Angeles. But he was like, yeah, somebody tweeted out like – no, like messaged him. and was like, do you miss Miami? And he's like, dude, I miss the city so much. My wife's missed the city. Like we miss the nightlife. We miss the opportunities. We miss the beach. Hmm. Just Miami's, I guess, just a great place. I think for me, definitely one of my top picks would be Austin, Texas. Austin? Yeah. Austin is actually super nice. Yeah? Yeah. The one thing with people, like, okay, let's eliminate the cities we wouldn't live in. Right? The big, like, metro. I would never live. I love visiting New York. I love the culture. I never live in New York City. Never in a million years. I think, yeah, I don't, I I wouldn't live in. Because, like, it's just... Uh, it's, I don't want to say it's too much because you can never have too much of a city, but there's like you can't go swimming on a beach on a you know winter's day. Like it's get the you get the cold and you get the and it's just the people are miserable there and it's and it's just kind of sad sometimes. It's fun to be around for like a week, but anything longer than that and you start to realize the faults of the city and the problems and how like everyday people are just like struggling to like survive there. Yeah, and it's just it's kind of sad to just watch it unfold. Like, the metropolitan area of New York is ugly. It's the whole entire population of New York is 19 million people. It's a shit ton. Yeah. The city limits is 9 or 10 million, but the whole metropolitan area is almost 20 million people. That's why they literally have to break up New York City into smaller governments. Yeah. The boroughs, which is cool. But still, it's too much. It's too much city. It's. you can't even drive. Like, could you imagine driving downtown New York on, say, like, a rush hour mm-hmm. on a two? Yeah, no. Two, I don't know how taxi cabs that do that for a living do that shit. I'd blow my brains out. Stop, go, stop, go, stop, go, stop, go. You couldn't get anywhere. Like, a five-minute drive, you'd be better off, like, doing a army crawl on your hands and fucking legs. You'd get there quicker than driving from certain places, point A to point B. Yeah. You could do handstand walks until you fucking get there. You'd probably get there quicker. It's ridiculous. Even biking. There's a traffic problem with biking and walking. What the fuck? <laughs> like, walking is supposed to be like, okay, I can walk there. But when there's so many people in the downtown area, when you have to get to your job that you 
it's fucking mind-boggling, Eddie. It's yeah, crazy. That's crazy how, like, you could be sitting in your house in New York City and more people would pass you by than live in this town. Yeah. That's fucking insane to think about. Yeah. Not to mention, you like, you can't get a job close to your house. Like, the poor, the guy that um I know, uh, my family lives out in um, Long Island. Shout out Long Island. He has he's a PE teacher, right? And it's like teachers are wanted. Teacher like the people like New York needs teachers. Like there's a shortage of teachers. He's a PE teacher, and the only PE, like te- the good teaching job he could get is a two hour like daily trip to get to his job. That's too long of a commute. Two hours, and he does not drive. He has to take the train. The train takes two hours. Man. The bullet, okay, so the bullet, not the bullet train. The train, the, what do they call it? The subway? No, because there's a difference. Okay. The subway is underground, and the subway links all the. Oh, so he's taking, like, the train train. Yeah, the metro? The metro. That's what it's fucking called. Thank you. The metro is above ground. It's much nicer seating. It's comfortable padded seats. You can get work done. So I can see why the two-hour train ride isn't that bad because it's like a five-minute drive to the train station. He punches in, and then he does his work on his computer, and then he you know, he takes the takes the metro out there. And then I don't know if he has to take the subway. I don't believe so, but then it's like a 10-minute walk. But it's just like, how do you do it, dude? How do you fucking do that every day? Yeah, I would not enjoy that. Like, imagine if you forgot something. Like, teachers here forget shit all the time, and then they, like, they go, they can drive back to their house and come back within five minutes and, you know, have it there. But, like, he forgets something, it's like, well, guess I'm fucked. (laughs) Guess I'm screwed for the day, man. Most down-to-earth nice people, though. You meet certain people in New York, they're just amazing people. I don't think I could live in Los Angeles. That's next up. Oh, yeah, definitely not. It's the same problem of New York, but it's hot. It's really hot. And way more homeless people. Oh, my God. The homeless population there is out of control. So many homeless people. Again, it's like the same affordability as in New York, but it's just... And also... It's it's built a little worse. You can tell it's not built for like this... Like New York is purposely built to be just like this insane metro they did the best they can i'll give them that yeah with like the construction and how they route traffic and they like they they try their best but los angeles just doesn't have that and i think it's hot and people are angry all the time and they're just not fun plus sides living in the beach pretty sick yeah but like why live in los angeles when you could just live in san diego I, I don't know. I think there's a lot more to do in Los Angeles. Well, yeah, there's more opportunity, but that doesn't really matter considering that San Diego already has, like, so much opportunity as well. Yeah. I, I guess. But I think just, like, the name. I think it's a name thing, to be honest with you. Yeah, like, oh, I live in L.A. Yeah, I live in L.A. Oh, what's another one? Oh, my God. Could you imagine living in Chicago? Oh, no one would. That's like the bottom of the major cities to live in. Yeah. Nobody wants to live in Chicago. I don't know why so many people live in Chicago. Because like New York, it's New York. People are known for New York. There's there's everything to do in New York. Yeah. Los Angeles, everything to do in Los Angeles. And you got the beach. 
The beach is a positive. There's even a sandy beach in New York if you go far enough. I mean, it's a long enough drive, but still. Mm-hmm. Chicago, don't ever swim. You can't swim the Chicago River. That, that would, I didn't even know there was a Chicago River. Yeah. They dye the thing green every St. Paddy's Day. They dye the river green. Why? Did you know that? Why? To celebrate St. Paddy's. But it's like, that's nasty. I think that's nasty. And that's just... That's just an unnecessary way to spend taxpayers' money. That's <laughs> what I say. Apparently, it's some kind of tradition. I don't know. They do it every year. It looks weird because then there's like this bright green river in the middle of your city. But it's like you would never swim. Fun fact. Did you know the New York um, the New York River, right? Mm-hmm. For as dirty as you hear New York being, is the cleanest it's ever been in decades. Hmm. Like there's, they spotted like river dolphins swimming up the New York River. Which haven't been spotted there in like years and years and years. Wow. Yeah, so they're doing a really good job there. Chicago, <laughs> shithole. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking shit thrown I, in the river. I actually have that uh, heard that New York has been getting better. Yeah, cleaner. Yeah. There's, you know, their crime rate has been going down over the past few decades. They're doing a good job. Yeah. I th- I'm proud of what New York is getting done. Chicago, <laughs> dude, you can't. I can't imagine. Yeah. Crime is through the roof. Homelessness is reaching all-time highs. Ima- Unemployment's reaching all-time highs. Imagine being the mayor of Chicago. You have a million and one problems. Yeah. I don't know if they divide because like what New York does is like they divide the work into the suburb uh, not the suburbs, the um God, I just said it too. The bureaus. The boroughs. Yeah, boroughs, the boroughs. Yeah. Chicago doesn't have that. It's one centralized, I think, government. I don't know if they split it up or not. But if they don't, like, that shit is stupid. They can't possibly work on everything in Chicago the way it's growing, the way it's developing. I mean, there's just too much fucking going on there. I don't know how they get stuff done. Like, I don't know how you make plans for new construction. That's why shit takes forever. That's why traffic is, like, a four-hour wait. We actually, when we go down to visit family... Uh, and long car rides, you know, like because where we live, it's meant to take you through Chicago. But we purposely avoid Chicago, even though it's like adds two hours to the route. Because if we go through Chicago, Google Maps doesn't account for it. It accounts for like 30 minutes of traffic. It turns out to be like four hours of fucking traffic if you go through like rush hour. Ugh. So like it's faster to go around the city than to go through it, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah, that should not be. I mean, like, no. American cities in general are very inefficient. Oh, very. totally. We don't. We didn't do a good job with that. Not at all. Then again, it's hard to, like, plan for how big a city is going to be, you know? Lay the foundation. The foundation is, like, good for what it was back in, like, the 1500s. And then you build on that outline, and it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. It's like balancing a house on a deck of cards. What are you looking up there? The uh, crime rate of Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about it. I'm actually okay. interested. The uh, crime in Chicago has its own Wikipedia page. <laughs> it's just crime in Chicago. Um. So, what does the crime in Chicago Wikipedia page tell you, Eddie? Uh, this is not correct. I don't think. No. I uh, I'm not too sure what this means because it says. Crime rates, violent crimes, but it, but these aren't rates, because this says 
29.5% homicide. Well, I think it, well, it doesn't say percent. It just says 29.5. Is there something at the top that says out of every however many? Because um, it might say like out of this many, out of 100 people, 29.9. No, it just says crime rates. Hmm. Weird. Yeah, what other major cities are there? Are we forgetting? Oh, about? wait. No, it was at the bottom. Not at oh, the okay. Top. What is it? Yeah. Out of how many? Number of reported crimes per 100,000 uh, population. Okay, per 100,000. Okay, so. 100,000. So, per 100,000 people, there is 29 and a half homicides. Like murders? Yeah. Holy shit. Out of 100,000 people. Um, 76.7 rapes. Two hundred ninety-four point two robberies, <laughs> two hundred thirty-nine point one aggravated assaults. So your total violent crime rate is already six hundred thirty-nine point seven out of a hundred thousand people. That's a lot, and that's what every year. Yeah, that was in 2021. Holy God. So, property crimes, um, 248.6 burglaries, um, 481 larceny thefts, 394 motor vehicle thefts. Grand total of? Um, for property crimes, it doesn't say, but I can give a rough estimate of... Uh, uh, about eleven hundred per one hundred thousand. It's a huge percentage of your population. Yeah. It's like one point what one percent, something like that. Um, with just property crimes, yes. With both combined of property and violent crimes, um, you're looking at like a one point eight <sighs> percent. That's not good. Yeah. Is there any other crimes on there? Is it just violent and property? Yeah, just those. Oh my god. Well, I mean, this does also have um. Yeah, the crime in chi- in Chicago has its own Wikipedia page for a reason. It has overview, street gangs, political corruption, <laughs> policy. Political cr- wait, what kind of political corruption they got on there? Chicago has a long history of public corruption that regularly draws the attention of federal law enforcement and uh, federal prosecutors. Chicago's political landscape has been firmly under the control of the Democratic Party for over f- 85 years and has been widely described as a political machine. Um, yeah, so it goes on. So they're just like existing. Yeah. Sounds like you need to rework your government, Chicago. Yeah. Dear God. Oh my gosh, there's like a whole like thing on just political corruption. <laughs> and of course, street gangs. There's lots of gang warfare mm-hmm. there. There's here I'll I'll name as many as seventy active and inactive Chicago street gangs with seven hundred fifty three factions have been identified. Some of the gangs that contribute most of the crime on the streets of Chicago are gangster discipline. Uh, d- d- oh, gangster. Don't say dis- their name wrong. Uh, they'll yeah. come at us. Yeah, they'll come at us. All the respect. Gangster disciples, vice lords, black pea stones. Latin kings, uh, black disciples. So there's the gangster disciples and the black disciples. Okay. The maniac uh, Latin disciples, the Spanish gangster disciples. I don't know why there are so many disciples. <laughs> um, Spanish cobras, almighty saints, 
the four corner hustlers, and those are the ones that it lists off. But I'm sure there's more. Yeah, oh, yeah, there's better. way more. That aren't even, you know. Yeah. Damn. Which, that's crazy. I didn't even know that. I didn't know that either. Yeah, so, um, you know, all in all, Chicago sucks. New York kind of sucks. Los Angeles kind of sucks, but Chicago sucks the most. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, how can you really, like... Exist in Chicago? I have no idea. Yeah. Like, out of the top five biggest in the U.S. of New York, L.A., Chicago, Houston, and Phoenix, which one would you go with? I'd go with Houston. Houston Houston, and Phoenix are on the list. High. Yeah, yeah. Chicago's last. I'll go New York, Los Angeles. That's my list. Okay. Yeah. I'd say mine is probably the exact same. If I had to pick a, a city that I probably hate more than Chicago, and there's one that comes to mind, and it's Seattle. Really? Seattle sucks hard. I don't think so. Let me tell you why. I if can you pull up real quick, um, Seattle, like wh- where they are in biggest cities. Because I, I I have a theory. Um, so first off, everything in Seattle is fucking overpriced, and if you want to look at like the heart of inflation, Seattle is your culprit. Like they they increased minimum wage to some shit like sixteen dollars an hour. Or I don't know something crazy like that. Could you imagine minimum wage being sixteen dollars an hour? Mm-hmm. You want to know why it's so high? Because <laughs> there are so many people that that like the cost of living is fucking insane. Like a, a cup of cost coffee costs like just an astronomical fucking amount in Seattle. And here, and this is why I really hate Seattle. We're gonna do some research here real quick. Okay, so Seattle is the twenty first biggest city in the u.s as far as population goes is it yeah okay so it's 21st hold up hold up keep the people occupied while i do some research here i have a i don't know how i'm supposed to keep them occupied keep them engaged um talk about that rash on the on the underside of your foot oh god Okay, so I've had super dry skin for like all of my life. And um so it really hasn't helped that I've been getting lots of um sun time out on the marsh, you know, working the fields. And so I started like itching really really bad over the summer. And I'm like, gosh, why am I so itchy? And one of my coworkers, uh, well, actually, just Charlie. He's whatever. He's been a guest on the podcast before. Charlie was also super itchy. Yeah. And my dad was super itchy. So I was like, why are all of us itchy? And then I realized, well, all of us get a lot of sun time. Mm-hmm. My dad um, volunteers and does uh, mowing for uh, the soccer fields in town. Um, and then Charlie and I, we work at the marsh, so we get lots and lots of sun time. And so I was like, oh, duh, it was just dry skin probably. So I put on lotion for the first time in probably like years, and uh, boom, itchiness immediately went away. Hey, that's crazy. There you go. 
Wow. Side note over. Ready? Okay. So this is why I hate Seattle. I pulled up a list of six U.S. cities with the highest homeless population in order. Number one, obviously, New York City. 77,000 people are home. Well, almost 78,000 people are homeless in New York City. That's a homeless rate of 0.89, which isn't that bad. Yeah. Okay, move over to Los Angeles. Homeless population of 63,706. So it's a little bit less, but that comes out to like 1.63% homeless in Los Angeles. You want to know what number three is? Hmm. Seattle. Dang. Seattle at 1.59, 12,751 homeless. And they're what? 21st in the population? There are, I've seen so many videos about how Seattle is a trash hole because of the amount of homeless people that live on the streets. Now, I'm not calling homeless people trash. I understand that certain you know, situations result to homelessness, and sometimes that's not always in people's control. But holy shit, they need to do something about the homeless population. They cannot ignore it. The cost of living is so high. It rains all the time. It's got like number one suicide rate in the country, some shit like that. What? It's just an absolute fucking dump to live in. Oh, my God. The drug usage. That's what I was forgetting about. The the people are like, you can't even go to use one of our parks downtown because there's needles fucking everywhere. Aww. This guy's like day in the life of downtown Seattle, and he's like, let's count the needles together on TikTok. And he's walking to his bit work, and he leaves his apartment. It's maybe like a block walk, and it cuts. It's like a fast-paced like cut through of all the needles on the fucking sidewalk. And he's like, oh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He counts like 21 needles on a block walk. <laughs> to his work and they're not like all one clump they're like spread the fuck out so you have a high homeless population high drug rate high suicide rate horrible weather it is just not the place to live i would not live in seattle i live in chicago congrats chicago you beat seattle one of the very few times you 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 like you suck but you beat seattle seattle you are the trash (laughs) congratulations seattle you are the trash hole of the country I will stand proudly by that opinion, and anyone who wants to argue otherwise can come at me. Uh, Chicago having basically a 2% crime rate, that's that's pretty impressive. One out of every 50 people commit a crime. Like, that's pretty impressive. 2% versus a 1.63% homeless rate. Put that uh, in perspective. That's true. That's, yeah. Because a crime happens, I get that, but that's like a whole person that just lives on the street. And that's like they're close. They're scarily close to the same percent. Yeah. That's crazy. What do we even call this episode? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. We don't know what to call these episodes Cause anymore. Because we can't call it like catching up for the past like month. For <laughs> the third time that. in a row. Yeah. 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 Catching up. General stories. Uh, adventures. Jake and Eddie adventures. Adventures of Jake and Eddie? Well, more more adventures of Jacob because I don't really have any adventures. Well, I'm going to get you to go on some adventures with me. That's the plan. And that's the eventual plan? Next trip that I take, if I like it, the trip that we took is going to be me and you. And we'll, oh. like, rent a motel or some shit and we'll I, drive down there. I also might be getting uh, a new kind of job. Oh, yeah. You talked about that. You want to tell them? Yeah. So, um... I might be making wine. And I told Eddie, like, he is, he looks like the winemaker. Yeah. You look like the guy who's just, like, who who spends his night just slowly handcrafting the wine. And then he's holding the wine glass and he spins it. 
sniffs it, takes a beautiful little sip, and you're just like, oh, perfection. <laughs> but you're just alone in northern Wisconsin on a cold winter's night making wine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, basically Italian wine because I'm Italian. Right. Yeah, I'm 40% Italian. And so. the uh, old guys didn't want to do it anymore? Nope. They make good money? Yeah. I mean, my manager said that um, if I did get it, then I'd be making like thirty to 40000 a year. Salary? Yeah, salary. Just making wine. You get a bonus or anything like that? Yeah, I think so. That's pretty sick. I think the bonus would probably be like... If I made a, a good batch of wine. <laughs> like one that just tastes extravagant. Yeah, yeah, probably. And then after like and then I can see you in like fifteen years. No, more like twenty, maybe twenty five. You're working for some major company making wine. Like you're a wine connoisseur. A wine connoisseur. Yeah, not like a wine wine connoisseur, but more like you make such beautiful wine. You're world renowned. Your resume shows that you've been on all these factories and all these. You just make bank off wine. I don't know if I'd go that heavily into wine. <laughs> You're not a wine guy. No. Well, I mean, it'd be cool to do just, you know, like to say that I've done it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, other than that, hey, I don't. I don't really know. Really good skill if you go to prison. Toilet water wine. Prima. <laughs> Prima. Perfect. Perfection. Perfect. You ever, if you ever go to prison, you'll be the guy. You won't get even like jumped or raped in the shower because you'll be making the toilet water wine. I don't know how you'd be able to ferment something in Toilet? Prison, I have no idea. Yeah. Is it like? You find a way, probably. You probably do find a way. It's prison. Yeah. Get it somehow. My favorite thing on TikTok is this guy who makes prison meals. So it's it's like, yeah, when I was incarcerated for 15 years, this is what we did for food. And he was like a chef and he was like really good at it too. Mm -hmm. And so like he'd he'd take like basic stuff you'd find in a prison. He's like, yeah, I used to do this all the time. And then he would just like, he'd make it. Hmm. But like in front of you. And it was cool how they were crafty and resourceful they were. It's interesting. Yeah, I wouldn't want to eat prison food. (laughs) It's not my forte. Some of the stuff this guy makes looks good, to be honest with you. Really? I pay him to make me some prison food. It was that good? Yeah. He only used, like, certain things. I guess, yeah. And he says once you get access to the, the cafeteria and you can shove stuff down your pants and leave, because it's not, like, weapons or anything. You're grabbing, like, food, like, meat and stuff. Yeah. Once you get, like, you know, comfortable enough to get good at stealing it and no one checks you and no one thinks and you just take the right stuff and the right amount to not get caught, he's like... Yeah, no, it's pretty great. <laughs> hmm. Once you get that cafeteria job, you're set. Yeah, I bet. Oh, another thing. Last thing. Some of these jobs that these college kids are working at making in tech are so easy. Like this one girl at the gym, like the entrance to the gym was just like doing homework on her laptop. She got probably got paid like 11 to $12 an hour to just sit there and do nothing. Yeah. Right? Like, she, she wasn't doing anything. She didn't even check to see if I was a member. <laughs> she just walked in. Yeah. I found that interesting. Hmm. But besides that, um, I think this has been writing the narrative. With Jake and Eddie. With Jake and Eddie. Um, we'll have, we'll definitely have another.
podcast episode for you. Let's see. You know what? Fuck it. We always plan this shit, you know, last second. Let's me pull up my calendar. I got a huge whiteboard right in front of me. This a, looks so stupid. We're picking a fucking day right now, bitches. Okay. What day? Because we're I already... Get, I get back at 1027 on Monday. AM. I'm going to be tired as fuck, but I'm going to have some good stories to tell. I'm also going to watch Nebraska versus Oklahoma in in Nebraska. And if they win, we'll all lose our shit, but they probably won't. But that would be a good story either way. So Monday, I get back at 1027. What are you doing? Um, on a Monday, yeah. I won't be doing shit. No? Yeah. Plan for Monday, podcast day. Okay. Wait, is today Monday? Yeah, today is Dude, Monday. Dude, Monday, new podcast day? <laughs> we used to be Sundays. Yeah. But anyways, you ready to end it? <sighs> yeah, It was I'm good to get back in the chairs, back on the mics. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. We didn't even get to talk about the topic you wanted to talk about today. Yeah. We'll oh save well. it for another podcast. Yeah, it's a very interesting topic. I bet. Yeah, I'm excited. I just have too many good stories to tell. I'm sorry. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Can't get very intellectual and deep because mm-hmm. that's not even what our listeners like to listen no, to. No, they anyway. like to listen to crazy stories about school and frats and all kinds of shit. Yeah. The they actually did. interesting stuff. Yeah, whatever. <gasps> if... You do like writing the narrative with Jake and Eddie. Don't forget to follow, please. I know we're inconsistent. I know we suck. I know you don't really want to waste a follow on a. On, and then the last two podcasts have been a little sketchy. They might have had some bad audio. You know, it might have been our fault. It might have been the mic's fault. We might have had some issues that we had to deal with, but we still uploaded and we're still trying. So you can have an option to also, depending on what site you're on, to donate us Bitcoin. We would appreciate that. That way we can have a mobile setup. That way, we can take the microphones to Nebraska, and then we made some real interesting characters because we set up an outside podcast. So if you donate us Bitcoin, this production gets that much better. But you might not even have to do that if we get some sponsors. And we can get sponsors if you follow, if you share, if you download, if you like. This has been Ryan in the Narrative with Jake and Eddie. I'm Jake. And I'm Eddie. And I hope you beautiful babies out there have a great day. Goodbye. Goodbye.